Welcome to the She Illuminates podcast, an empowerment hub for Christian women just like you who are ready to be filled by God's truth and light and illuminate their God-given influence in their homes, careers, businesses, and communities. I'm your host, Shamel Evans. I'm passionate about creating a space, connecting, and transforming the lives of women. We talk about real things, and we value transparency, honesty, and vulnerability. Be empowered to live anchored in your faith, influence your patch, and walk in your purpose. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the She Illuminates podcast. And today we want to talk about that subject matter that sometimes has us cringing a little bit. Discipline, commitment, and consistency. And how we have to show up in life leading into the work that God has called us to. You know, when we think about this topic, a lot of us sometimes we get so focused on the end results and all the great things we want to do. But when it comes to talking about the work in between, we shy away from it. So I want to call light to this subject area and just give us some encouragement and some tips on how you can be more disciplined, how you could commit to the process that God is calling you to and be consistent in it. And I'm so thankful today to have LaShawn G on the call where we're going to dive a little bit more into this topic. And I hope after today, you will be encouraged and to lean into the work that God has called you to. So LaShawn, thank you so much for joining us. And can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Hello, great day, Chanel. Thank you so much for inviting me onto your podcast. Great day to all you beautiful greats out there. I pray that this podcast will bless you and that you will take action as soon as you are done listening and being fed. Awesome. Well, LaShawn, I have had the pleasure to follow you for a while. I think I first started following you, just watching you show so much encouragement about just taking care of your well-being, the physical side. And so just really reaping a lot of the, the encouragement that you show. But I think sometimes, LaShawn, as women, when we, we talk about the subject matter of discipline and commitment, a lot of times we just only think about it from the physical perspective. So today I want to encourage our ladies about it from just overall in our, our whole walk with God and where he's called us to. On your site, you use a quote that I want to share. And it says that you believe that you shouldn't allow distractions to get in the way of you becoming your most disciplined self. And so before we give ladies tips, can you share with us some of the distractions and the hesitation that you think we have around this topic of discipline, consistency, and being committed to the work ahead? Yes, yes. So, you know, like you said, I started off in the fitness aspect of things. I'm a track coach personal trainer and I really really love that and what I started to notice was that the clients and even potential clients that I was working with there was a block that was keeping them from doing the thing that would get them to their ultimate level of fitness and physical health so I had to take a step back and say you know where is it what is it that could be blocking them I realized that with everything it all begins with your mindset. And we allow so many distractions to get in our way. What that does is it halts us. It stops us in our tracks. It gives us that analysis paralysis. Our distractions could be great or small. It could be something as small as 
not wanting to wake up 15 minutes earlier so that you don't have to press the snooze button 14 times. It could be something as great as having personal issues happen in your life. I know for me, a really big distraction that came over me in between 2016 and 2018 was I became separated from my husband and it ended up being a divorce situation. And so those two years, I was, I felt really, really distracted. And obviously on the other side of that now, I I find great joy in everything that I do. And even back then, as I was pushing through, I felt that I couldn't do everything that I wanted to do. And so, like I said, Our distractions can be great or small. Sometimes we are our own distractions. Scrolling two, three minutes too long, flipping channels, stopping and watching something that we know we've seen 700 times, but it just attracts us every single time. I think those little things can block our blessings when it comes to being consistent, getting the thing done, and making it happen in our lives. We have goals. We've never stopped having goals and dreams from little bitty girls. And yet our distractions become greater and greater as we get older, but those goals never go away. Yes. And I think what we have to do, like you just mentioned, is that it really is about getting focused. And it's from the mental aspect. We have to get focused on really recognizing those things that are distractions. I think a lot of times we overlook it, you know, it just becomes a habit, but we have to really spend time and be honest with ourselves and say, what are those things that are distracting us that are taking us away from our focus? And that's something I had to be really consistent with in myself, just saying, okay, too much time on social media, you know, that extra 10 minutes could lead to comparison. It could lead to doubt to fear because you start, like you said, scrolling, you seeing all these different things and it becomes a distracting for what you're supposed to do. And so for me, I try to be mindful of putting the phone down so that I can focus, you know? And I think that's where that discipline comes in. Really being focused on where you need to show up and where God has called you to and really committing to that process. But I think it first began with getting aware with our mindset and being really honest about what those things are. And so thank you for sharing that. The other question that I wanted to ask you is that, I know that you work with some women one-on-one in a group setting. When you talk about discipline, commitment, and consistency, is there one or all of them that plays a major role? Or do you have a tip on what's the first area you should focus on once you kind of gotten a grip on the mindset area? Definitely commitment is huge. All three working in conjunction with one another. But I think before we can actually get focused on the thing. We have to commit to something. Mm-hmm. How often, you know, do we have three and four and five and six and seven different things that we really want to achieve, but we find ourselves doing half of one and none of the other, or maybe all of one and forgetting about the rest. So you have to decide what's right for you in the season. You have to decide What's going to be good for you now? And that's part of my coaching program that I offer is really decided to commit. My coaching strategy is called Carpe Diem. And if you know Carpe Diem means seize the day, 
the DM part, D is deciding to commit. You have to figure out what it is you're actually going to decide to stick to and then focus on so that you can be consistent. And that's the way that my, my program breaks down, deciding to commit, ideating those goals, really believing and seeing and visualizing those goals as they are, executing your plan, and then maintaining your lifestyle by using and focusing on, on your plan. I've noticed in my experience that if you are not careful, you can commit to a lot of different things but you don't really complete. Once we commit, we got to get focused on completing or else we're just stuck with a bunch of jumble, (laughs) a bunch of jumble and halfway done things. If God made us whole and complete, we need to make our goals whole and complete. I love it. We have to be good stewards of what he's given us. And for the lady who's listening, who may be like, okay, you tell me to commit to the decision, but maybe I'm struggling what that is. I want to encourage you all to know that's why it's so important to spend that time with God. Because Proverbs 6 and 3 tells us to commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. And see, we can't forget that God is the one who is controlling all of that. And so we have to make sure that when we hear a word or we feel a tug of where he wants us to be, make sure we stay in constant prayer. Make sure we're praying and committing that effort to him because the more we do that, the more clarity, the more strength and the more endurance that he will give you to continue to focus. Because I get it. There's been many times, you know, we try to multitask and we're trying to do too many things at one time. And like you said, we at the end, we're left with all these incomplete projects. So for me, I always always constantly go back and say, okay, God, is this what you want me to focus on? You know, help me to focus on this, to tend to this all the way through and just keeping my eyesight on that so that I can complete the work that you're doing in me because your word says, if I commit my plans, you will establish it. Because we get it, LaShawn, that doing the process, doing the work, lean into it, it's not always easy. There's constant, like you're fighting the distractions. You're trying to push past the motivation because I think part of this process is that at the beginning, you're excited. You're like, oh, I got something I'm, I'm working on. And that momentum over time, that excitement and that motivation sometimes dwindles away. And that's why I think that where all the three words play a part, having that discipline, commitment, and consistency, that helps you to push through those moments. And so for me, I make sure I'm keeping that time with God. I'm staying in prayer and just asking him to help direct me, keep my eyes focused on his plans, because we will lose sight of what God is doing if we get too far ahead of ourselves. If we start all this this major planning, you know, of things and not showing up in the moment. And I'm a strong believer as I work with ladies um, in my business is to tell them to show up exactly where you are and steward that well, because when more is given, more is going to be required. So if you're constantly like, I need to do this and do that, but you're not stewarding well what's right in front of you, why would God bless you with more things to do? Exactly. exactly. How can you commit to the bigger projects when I can't get my daughter to commit to the small things that's right? (laughs) You know? Right. And I always tell my, my clients, my friends, my family, if God sees you working, whether it's a lot or a little, but especially a little, if he sees you working with what you have, he's going to bless you with more. But if you are struggling, 
with working with that that you have, he's going to hold on. He's going, he's going to give it to you, just not yet. Right. You know, he, he is definitely, he wants us to be blessed in abundance and live in abundance with all the gifts that he has for us, but he's not going to reward us if we can't do well with what we have. Right. And two, I think when we think about the word discipline, sometimes I think when I'm going through something, a lot of time, if it doesn't look or feel the way I think it's supposed to feel, I take a moment to step back and say, what is God teaching me? Because apparently he knows my heart's desires. He's the one controlling it. If I have not yet met the goal that I want to, there is something right now in this space, in this season that he wants to do. I know that he prepares us for our next, but we have to be willing to commit to the process, commit to the journey and realize that our timetable is different, you know, than God's. And we have to be willing to take ownership of that. We have to be willing to accept that we're trusting God and trusting the path that he has us on. But what he's given us, we should tend to it well. We should commit to the process and show up exactly where he has called us to be. Absolutely. One of my favorite verses you touched on, and I thought you were going to say it, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Once we commit our plans to him, we have to trust him. And if we trust him, Proverbs 3, 5, 6, Trust him with all your heart. You have to trust him and not lean on your own judgment. Because if you do, your plans, they're going to stall. They're going to stall out. So if you always allow him to lead you, he's going to clear the road. There's going to be trials. There's going to be hurdles and roadblocks and traffic stops and checks. But he's going to clear the road for you if you allow him to. If you open yourself up enough to trust him. And that's also a, a lot of what I teach is discipline, but also surrendering to exactly what is going on in your life, trusting the process that he has planned for you, and then finding the faith, holding on to that faith so that you can stay focused on your plan. Yes. Those are some good nuggets to, to write down because I think that is key is that we just have to we have to have faith, you know, whether it's the size of a mustard seed, but we have to have faith that no matter what's going on around us, we have to maintain that alignment with God. Because like you said, it's not always easy. And I think that's the key is that we have to realize as women of faith, the things going on around, especially if you're on social media and things, you get that mountain peak going. And it's so easy mm -hmm. to think everything is perfect and everything is successful right then and there. But we don't see the process. We don't see the journey of where a lot of those images and where those people are coming from. And so we have to take heart and know that we have to trust and embrace the journey that we are. And I love how you said we have to surrender to what's going on. Because if we rush so fast ahead of ourselves, we're not fully prepared, you know, for what's to come. And like you said, if the word of God says to trust in the Lord with all your heart and not lean on your own understanding, then we have to trust God with, with all of it, even the unknown, even the things that we, we've asked him for, even the things he decides to change. We have to trust him with all of it. And so when I think about consistency, for me, consistency means staying consistent in the presence of God. Making sure that I'm positioned and that I'm aligned with him. Because before I go take off and try to achieve all these goals and do all these things, have I went to the father? Have I asked him for direction? Have I asked him where he wants me to show up? Or have I committed my, my mindset, 
my thoughts, my flesh? Have I committed those things to him? Because I know that in life, I'm going to grow weary because Galatians 6 and 9 tells us not to grow weary in doing good for in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. So the word of God never says the journey is going to always be easy. So we have to push through and be consistent, even when we don't feel like it, even when we don't, when it don't look right. But we have to trust that in due season, in, in God's perfect will and timing, we will reap. So every day we're planting seeds of faith. So when we're talking about being disciplined and committing, you have to have a mindset approach that I'm tending daily. I'm planting yes. seeds of faith. I'm taking steps towards where God has called me to. Sometimes I may be taking steps backwards, but I'm going to keep getting up. I'm going to commit to the process and trust what he's doing in my life. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I think a lot of times we also, we underestimate the power that God has instilled in us. My absolute favorite verse is 2 Timothy 1.7. God's spirit Fear of God does not make cowards out of us. He gives us power, love, self-control, or self-discipline. I just feel like we walk around and we're, we're fearful of so much. Whether that fear comes from a mindset of lack or scarcity, or whether it comes from just sheer fear, it is not in us to stay there. I don't think we can ever be fearless, but we can totally experience it for what it is, but understand and embrace the power that God has given us to overcome. And once we do that, that's where we can stay consistent. If we can consistently acknowledge fear when it is there and do the thing anyway, we'll always be victorious. Yes, and amen to that. And we have to, we have to tap into that power that God gave us because the same power that rose Jesus from the grave is the same power that he's instilled in us. I think we haven't fully tapped into that because we're, again, it goes back to those distractions. We're so distracted by the things of this world. We're distracted by the things that the enemy throws at us, those fiery darts. It's a spiritual part of us has to back up from all those things. Remember who we are in Christ what he's called us to do, what he's equipped us for. And we have to use the tools that he's given us, that power that he's instilled in us, the full arm of God that he's made available to us. We have to really lean into the work. And I stress that all the time is that we can't be on this journey of just wanting the blessing and skip the blesser. You know, we have right. to we have to focus on God and what he wants to do in our lives and be ready to battle. Because the moment we said, God, we serve you and the, your will and the purpose you've called us to, the enemy doesn't like that. So we have to wake up every day ready to battle. And that battle is the discipline, the commitment, and the consistency to show up the way God has called you to. Because the enemy, he, he's on alert and he doesn't like that. And so we have to be mindful that the power that we have in Christ is the same power that we use every day to walk faithfully in what God has called us to do. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, this is just blessing me. Like, you have no idea. <laughs> this is amazing. Yes. Everything you're saying is absolutely true. Absolutely. And if we come from a place of just love and empathy, you know, that's a powerful place. And people a lot of times think that, oh, if I'm too compassionate, if I care too much, that's a sign of weakness and people are going to take advantage of me. And while that some of that may be true, 
the overwhelming majority of that is that where people think that is a weakness, it is actually a strength. Yes. Because we need more of it. Just think about yes. the, the impact this world will have if we shift our perspective to that. Yes. How much we can be more of an impact into this world and shift the things that are going on if we are willing to step out of our comfort. If we're willing to dig our heels in and do the work that God has called us to do without the fear, without the doubt, without the comparison, but showing up exactly how God created us and showing up in where he's put us right then and there and giving it our best in that moment. Exactly, exactly. And it's not about doing everything right now, right? Everything is about baby steps. Yes, God created the world and everything in it. In six days and on the seventh day, he rested. But it is up to us if we want to achieve our goals, if we want to complete our goals and be victorious in them to take baby steps because we still have to live life, right? We still, some of us, I know my full-time job is a teacher. I'm an educator to sixth, seventh, and eighth grade girls. It is a job. It is work. And there are days I come home very drained. And there have been days, if I may be transparent, where I am like, I need to rest. And I am going to take it, take this nap. I may miss a day of doing work that I want to do, but I have to acknowledge that and not be guilty. But as long as I take a step day by day, whether that's a baby step, like posting to my stories on Instagram or posting on my Instagram feed, sharing content that I find that can be valuable to someone else that I've gleaned from. Every step that you take is a step towards your purpose, is a step towards completing your goal. And I think that we have to also keep that in mind while God is having us do life and allowing us to do life as humans on this earth. We have to take it in, in baby steps, but every baby step that we take is a step towards progress. Yes. And I love that you broke it down because I think a lot of us struggle with we're supposed to do it overnight, you know? Right. And I think it's just because the world we live in, everything is instant gratification. And I wanted it yesterday and I have to have constant access to the right now when we have to back up and say, I'm going to take this thing slowly. And I, when I think about just a visual, let's think about an airplane, the control tower. When they're up there piloting those airplanes, they only get one instruction at a time from the control center. So we have to imagine God is the control center. And so we have to be willing to listen and just take one task at a time and follow it all the way through. And when God's ready to give us another instruction, he will give it to us. And so that's where that trust factor come in, allowing God to be the control tower, allowing him to be the one to guide us. And all we're saying every day is that we're going to show up God. We want to be disciplined in what you give us. We want to be committed to the process and be consistent of showing up, waiting to receive what you have for us. But while we're waiting for the next instruction, let me just show up and do what you've already told me to do. Tend to that. Show up in life. Continue to be productive and walk in what you've already given me. And I'll have a heart of expectancy waiting to hear for what's coming up next. And so, Lashad, I want to talk about you're launching your new book called The um, the Jump That Counts, and it's about embracing discipline so you can win at what matters. Can you share a little bit about where the idea of this book come from and how the ladies can connect with you to possibly get a copy of it or sign up for your previews? Yes, yes, absolutely. So The Jump That Counts really has been 
a thought of mine for a very long time. I have a very rich story in that I always tell people God has kept me here for a reason ever since I was born. I am a twin and we were born premature. When we were born, we were very, very low weight. My twin brother weighed uh, a little over a pound. I weighed a pound. And the doctors told my mom that when I was born, I had one foot in the grave and one foot on a banana peel. Ever since my mom told me that story and everything that I experienced throughout life, because my twin and I are also adopted into our family, I knew from a very young age that God has me here for a reason. And I really got to figure out what that reason is. I've always lived my life in a way of everything that I said I'm going to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to do it. And while I've had some great triumphs and accomplishments that I'm very proud of, I've also had some really, really sucky, very sucky moments. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know another way to describe them. Through it all, God has kept me. I mean, through accidents, through assault, through my divorce, through those trials and through the triumphs, being inducted into the Hall of Fame, going to the school of my dreams for free, being able to have this opportunity to start a business and then shift that business into the mindset work that I do. They've all culminated into this purpose of mine that I always knew was there, but now I'm just starting to realize and take action on in the last few years actively. And so the jump that counts just is a testament to different areas and stories of my life, utilizing my coaching strategy, Carpe Diem, encouraging women that no matter what, you get to seize your day by disciplining your day. And when you do that, you will see great things happen. And it only takes one jump, and that will be the jump that counts. And that's where the title of my book came from. It's in production right now. So I am opening up the floor for pre-orders. So you can go to my website at thelg.com. So that's T-H-E-E-L-L-E-G-E-E.com slash shop. And you can pre-order the book to be released at the end of summer. I believe we, we don't have a firm uh, release date, but we're talking August 2019. And for the first hundred pre-orders, you will also get a free audio copy of the book. That's awesome. So you guys, don't worry. In the show notes, I'll be sure to put the link to LaShawn's book there as well as also as her link to her social media accounts because I think this book will definitely be a blessing to you all and to just to connect because I think it's all about just kingdom connections and that how we all can just encourage and empower each other to stay faithful to the process and I love how you mentioned that this book is just a just a journey of how God has taken all those different areas in your life and really walked you into your purpose. And now you're seeing that fruit. Like, I think that a lot of times we miss the opportunity to see what God is doing in the midst of situations because we're like, this is not what I want to be doing. Right. Like I want it to be. But really, when we look at when we step back from the big scheme of things, all of it, the good, the bad, the in between makes us who we are. 
And because of that journey, it molds us to where he's asking us to show up. And so now you're getting to walk out helping so many women with the mindset shifting that's taking place and helping women to fully walk in their lives to be disciplined and doing exactly what matters to them the most. And so I'm excited. Definitely um, keep us all posted on the release date. And like I said, I will add the um, link to your book so that women can get a copy of it as well. And so LaShawn, before we go, I just wanted to ask the question, how do you shine it forward in your daily walk? I shine it forward by keeping a smile on my face to every familiar face and stranger. When when I hear this question, it's like, oh my gosh, shine. 2018, my word of the year was shine. I really got to dig deep into what that meant for me. And I noticed that you never know what a person is going through. You never know. And so if you just offer that smile to someone, that could be the difference between life and death. That could be the difference between someone taking a step forward and someone not. And so I always have to make sure that when I am, when I'm shining it forward, that I'm going forth with a smile on my face. Now, do I have bad days? Absolutely. Doesn't mean I don't have the opportunity to smile and I take every opportunity that I can to do so. And I encourage everyone to do the same. Smile on because you can give someone else a ray of sunshine through that. I love it. So you guys heard it. Keep shining it forward. Whatever that means to you, it could change lives because just a glimpse of that shine can change everything. So stay encouraged. So we hope that you guys have enjoyed this conversation and just know that we don't have to shy away when it comes to talking about the discipline, the commitment and staying consistent. Now we have expressed to you guys that it does take work, but when you will commit to the process and stay faithful to what God is calling you to, he will equip you and he will make everything available that you need to walk out his will and his plan. So thanks again for listening and we will catch you next time. Are you ready to find clarity around your purpose and transform your vision into action? Join me for the six week She Emerges Intensive which includes one-on-one mentoring and strategy. Together, we will get clear on your why, core desired feelings, and who you want to serve well. We will formulate a faith-infused plan of action that includes laying out your monthly intentions and weekly tasks. Walk away with clarity, guidance, and support to take the next bold step of faith in your calling on God's terms. Schedule your free clarity call today at shamelevans.com forward slash she emerges.